Hello, beautiful people. This is Alicia from EvolvePortland.com. And today I want to share with you the most beautiful story. It's a story about synchronicity. It's a story about sisterhood. It's a story about um, spiritual guidance and about connections that we have way more amazing than we could ever um, imagine with our own minds and unfolding of circumstances far greater than we could ever even dream of. And I would say of all the things, most of all, this is a story of love because love is what we are. Love is who we are. Love is what we do. And So I want to share this incredible story with you. So the story starts, um, I would say, I think it was about three or four years ago now, there was a song by Trevor Hall, who's one of my very favorite singers. If you've never listened to Trevor Hall, you should definitely look him up and listen to some of his music. And he has this song that's called Bowl of Light. And he, when I saw him um, at this concert, he was talking about this song, Bowl of Light, and about the Hawaiian concept of carrying a bowl of light, and that he learned about this from a book called Bowl of Light. So I, um, having already felt a connection to the Hawaiian Islands, and I didn't know why yet, I hadn't been to Hawaii yet but I knew I was called to go there. And so I was, um, you know, always looking at trying to find information about Hawaiian mysticism and Hawaiian teachings and Hawaiian wisdom. And so when he mentioned this book, Bowl of Light, I instantly, you know, got it, read it. And it was really synchronistic timing at that time because I was actually finally going to go to Hawaii. So I have some friends, Becky and Asher, who live over on Oahu, and um, some of my oldest and dearest friends. I've been friends with them for a long time. So I was going to go over there and see them. And when I did, I brought that book with me. I was, I was reading that book on that journey. And so I had that book on that journey and it spoke of several different um, sacred sites and energy vortex places that I visited while I was there. And it was extremely powerful, um, but I had a prayer to kind of meet like a kahuna or a teacher while I was there. And that didn't happen, though I did have huge um, awakenings and experiences and emotional releases and all kinds of things happening while I was there. All the while reading this book, Bowl of Light, and I remember on my way home on the airplane reading it and just crying because it resonated and it was speaking a truth that I had known within myself for so long but hadn't really ever seen the words to it. But it was funny because the other thing about this book is I did not resonate at all, at all, with the man that wrote it. I just, you know, it was like he was sharing this amazing wisdom, yet he was also rubbing me the wrong way, I guess you could say, when he was speaking of himself. And um, I just, the energy of him I picked up was kind of annoying, but I wanted to read the book. So... And I liked what he was saying about Makua. So the book is about Hale Makua, 
who is a hapuna on the big island, an amazing teacher and spiritual guide. And oh my gosh, just this amazing, beautiful man. And just talking about him, I can feel him. I can feel his large love and um, wisdom. And so for me, he was definitely a prophet and a bringer of wisdom and in this beautiful Hawaiian man body. Um, and I don't know, it's it really interesting. And so anyway, um, I always kind of wondered, like, that's weird. You know, why did, why did Makua choose this man as his, um, his speaker? Like, why did he give his information to this man? I don't get it. But the man did write many books and he wrote this book about Makua. And so at least I got to know about Makua this way. So then I go on this hunt for Hale Makua. I'm like, okay, I go to YouTube. There's two videos of him speaking. And that was all I could find. I couldn't find articles on him. I couldn't find anything about him um, from the searches that I had done. So I kind of just studied Bull of Light and I would read that and I would use it as a resource. And I found this beautiful photo of Makua that I would add to my altar along with my other Reiki guides and, you know, um, energies that I add to my altar. So anyway, um, during that time, and I don't know if this happened before or after the Trevor Hall Bowl of Light song, but I was, um, I was dating a Hawaiian man who I love so much, and he... We had gone to this place called Brighton Bush um, here in Oregon. And it's this place where you're literally like in the middle of the forest, in the middle of nowhere at this kind of like, it's like a retreat. They have hot springs and you just kind of run around naked outside and eat really good food. And um, so we were there at Brighton Bush. It was for his, this man's birthday, I think, for the guy I was dating. Um, and we're sitting there at breakfast and I look over and there is the guy who wrote Bowl of Light, Hank Wesselman. I see him and I recognize him <laughs> from the photo on the book. Is sitting there next to us at the next table and I'm like, wow, look, that's an incredible. Like it wasn't long after I had gotten back from Hawaii and then I see the author of the book. So I'm like, okay, I'm thinking, okay, you know, I must have just got the wrong idea by reading his book. I'm going to go talk to him. And I was really nervous and a little starstruck and just like, okay, well, I'm going to talk to him. And I talked to him and he was even, I resonated with him even less in human form than I did through the energy of his book. So I definitely was confused. I was angry and I was just like, why did Makua choose this guy? Like, who is this man? Why did he choose him? I did not feel the feminine presence that I feel through Makua's words. I did not feel, I don't know, there was a lot of things, but I don't want to sit here and talk bad about him. Anyway, it was really synchronistic. That man was there. So I'm like, okay, well, whatever. So then two years later after that, we're at Brighton Bush again with my friend, Abby, one of my best friends for her birthday. We're sitting there in the grass and who walks by, but Hank Wesselman, the right, the author of uh, Bowl of Light. Now he doesn't live here in Oregon. He lives in Hawaii. So the chances of him being out in the middle of nowhere at Brighton Bush at the same time I am, when I only had gone there, you know, I don't think there's a time that I went to Brighton and didn't see him. So it's really odd. And it was not 
anything I planned and I saw him and it was just like another reminder like oh man there's that man and confusion once again like Holly Makua I know he's wise and why did he choose that man so anyway fast forward to you know I don't know so then another year goes by I've gone to Hawaii twice since then I went there for my 40th birthday to the big island, which there's all kinds of other interesting synchronicities about that. Like, for instance, um, the lava that had been flowing slowly, like constantly for a long time, it stopped flowing. Like, literally the week before we got there, it just stopped. And so they were like, well, you can't see the lava. So we, we saw it glowing in the caldera, but we couldn't see it. But another thing that was interesting is I started my moon cycle the day before we got there and it was a week early I had never started my cycle a week early but at this point I did and I literally was like bleeding all over that island I'm sorry if that's gross but it was literally like what was happening and I don't know it it felt significant in this way like the volcano stopped but then my body was like flowing lava instead and there was like this huge um, transformation that I went through. I met another Kahuna, Kahuna Kale. Um, the ancestors brought a name for me through her. That's another story that I really want to tell. Anyway, so I go to Hawaii, come back. That was in November. Now it's June. And fast forward to um, last week, I'm in the car camping out at Abby, my friend's house. And I wake up in the morning and... Um, it had been like a really magical day the day before somehow all my best friends just happened to be in Eugene where I was and we all were like running into each other and meeting up and I was meeting these women who I've like loved and known um, from a distance but hadn't met in person yet and so I got to meet them and it was really magical and then so this the next morning after all that happens I wake up go on Instagram and there's a comment on a photo of me and my daughters from this woman and it's just like basically you know affirming what I'm saying about being a single mom and about um or being alone and my mothering or something like that she comments on it and on her comment I can see in that teeny tiny little circle of a picture on Instagram I see it looks like Makua and so I go on her profile I'm like what is that Makua? And I instantly, like, I don't respond to anything. I just write back, is that Hale Makua in your picture? And she writes back, yeah. Do you know him? And I was just like, wow, my mind was blown, you guys. I started, like, crying, and I can't explain this, like, feeling when things come into alignment so beautifully. And, like, you know, she says, and I feel like I can hear it too. He's just laughing like this orchestration that's happening. Right. So she proceeds to tell me long story short that she studied with him, traveled around the world with him. When she got her dissertation, he was, you know, like a big part of that. And that before he passed away, so he passed away in 2014. That was the other problem that I was having with, you know, if, if he were alive, I would have just like probably stalked him and hunted him down and found him but that wasn't the case he passed in 2014 and so um, I believe that's the year that it happened and so you know um, so she tells me that before he passed that he printed out these manuals and he gave them to 12 people and she's one of those people and that she has his manual 
And I was just like, what? Unbelievable. Unfreaking believable, right? So this is on Instagram. Then I find out that she lives in Portland, which is where I live. She has two daughters, similar in age to my two daughters. And so that's where everything is just like begins unfolding. And it's so beautiful. And I'm just overwhelmed. I was just overwhelmed. I didn't even know what to say. I didn't know what to do. I was just crying. Every word she wrote, I just would cry and cry and just felt aligned and like in so much awe, like this awesomeness that I don't know if I've ever felt. And so we ended up meeting a couple days ago for breakfast with our girls. And it was amazing and so fun and so funny because then we go to get in our cars and she and I drive literally the exact same car. Her car is the same color. It's one year newer than my car and she has a sunroof and I don't. But other than that, we have the same exact car. So this woman, her name is Paula Noel McPhee, and she brought me her dissertation that she had written, and I'm currently reading it right now, and oh my gosh, I want to talk about that too. That's a whole nother podcast, but um, she wrote about the decolonization of the Western mind and about indigenous sciences and west versus western sciences and indigenous languages and um just this process of decolonization that needs to happen really for all of us as we heal the earth and as the earth ascends this process of decolonizing the western mind is um is a necessary and beautiful and powerful and painful and necessary step. And so I'm so excited to get to learn for more from her. And um, as soon as I get the chance, I'm definitely going to hang out at her house and to actually read Hale Makua's manual. To say that, it makes me want to cry right now because, you know... Um, how, like, what are the chances? What are the chances that this is the situation that it is? But it is. And so I guess I just want to say this to remind you all that life is such a beautiful gift. And when we stay open and in alignment with our highest good and we follow, we follow our hearts and we follow the messages that spirit brings us, that beautiful things happen. And this is only the beginning of this story for sure. I know that there is work to be done and that Noelle and I will definitely be hopefully collaborating on something. And um, I'm excited to bring her work out into the world as well. So, so stay tuned for that. If you're listening on iTunes, please, please, if you get a chance, feel free to put a little review there so more people can hear this podcast. And definitely feel free to leave me messages or send me messages or call me or Facebook me. You can find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Reiki by Alicia. I'm on Instagram at Evolve Portland. Um, my website's evolveportland.com. And I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your stories of synchronicity. If you know Hale Makua or you know of him, I would love to hear any stories you have about him and um, anything else that you'd like. I'd love you to share this story. If it resonates with you or inspires you or motivates you, please share it with your friends. 
Okay, I'm sending big, big love out. I'm heading in right now to teach a Reiki level two class for the day. I'm so excited and I hope to talk to you all soon. I'm sending big love. Aloha.